Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. Today we've got an electrifying show for you. We're here with David Lee, District Manager for the Gainesville District for Jackson EMC. David, how are you today? Doing great, Phil. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for being here. Uh, David and I have been friends for quite a long time, well before you were the, the District Manager. Um, but you've been at Jackson the whole time I've known you. And there's a lot to be said for that in our society. We're bouncing around a thing. You've, you've been there. Pay the dues. Uh, yeah, that's a great point. I hadn't thought about that. But, yes, I've been with Jackson for uh, uh, about 24 years. 24 years. Now started out uh, down in our uh, Gwinnett office and have been uh, up here in uh, Gainesville for, well, let's see, since 2005. So since I'll let, 2005. You, let you do the math there. Ooh. But, um, yeah, just a great company, a wonderful environment to, to work in, good people, of course. And so... It's it's been uh, been a lot of fun and and uh, excited to be working with Jackson EMC here. So, I'm a Jackson EMC customer. Actually, I actually have two Jackson EMC accounts, and um, many of our listeners are in the Jackson EMC uh, footprint and service area, and so they know. Hey, this is who supplies my power. Yeah. This is who I pay my power bill to. But there's a lot to the organization. Tell us about Jackson EMC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think you know here we are right at the outset of the program. I'm going to correct the host. All uh, right. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so you're a member. A of, member, a member yes. Of I'm a member, Prep, and um, which is uh, you know a, a unique distinction. But uh, you're a, a part owner uh, of the system, and and uh, so if you uh, live or work on on the lines, then then you're a part owner and. Anyway, that just that does say a lot about who we are. It does. Uh, those are uh, voting mm. members and, and uh, gives uh, the community a lot of uh, local control. Uh, but it's, it's just a different mindset, too. You know, there's other power companies, uh, other utilities around. We, th we like to think this one is uh, unique in the sense that, um, you know, the people who uh, pay their uh, bills are the ones that uh, uh, control the mm. uh, the system, and so we work uh, work for them. Uh, great, great organization, though, uh, just in terms of, um, yes, we do provide uh, electricity. That's, that's, our, uh, that's our primary goal. We try to do that, of course, uh, as efficiently and um, um, as low cost as, as possible. Uh, at, the, at the same time, we're here to uh, improve our community, make this a better mm -hmm. place to live, to work, uh, to play, to raise our children and educate our children. And so uh, that's a, uh, a big part of what we do, too. Well, I, I know you all do a lot to help the community, let's say philanthropically, but even if you did not and all you did was supply energy, boy, that's making life a lot better for sure. Yeah, I tell you, you know, we joke uh, now about, I suppose, in the 1930s when we got started, electricity was a, a luxury of, of some sort. It, it doesn't feel that way now. It really feels like something we've we've got to have. 
Um, mm. we, we talk a lot about, about reliability and, mm. and low cost and where we get those uh, electrons from uh, these days, but it's, it certainly doesn't feel like a, a luxury anymore, does it? How helpful, though, to stop and think what a luxury it is or or and in, in many ways it is we have structured our lives around having easily accessible inexpensive power so it is a necessity in that way but just to be thankful that we have a consistent reliable grid to provide that yeah, absolutely yeah you know it doesn't have to be out for long does it before you start missing it and oh yeah and uh, uh walking around the house turning on light switches that don't turn on but uh, we really get used to uh, reliable electricity uh, and seems like just more and more stuff uh, around our homes our businesses uh, that are dependent on a reliable source of, of electricity so mm. yeah if you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X welcome I'm your host Phil Benelli here with David Lee district manager um, for the Jackson EMC branch office in Gainesville and as mentioned I am a member not very a customer. Good. I'm very a member. Good. I'm an owner. Yep, very good. As one, thanks for doing a great job. Well, we sure appreciate you. And, and uh, you know, again, like I said, you, we work for, for you, and so we uh, appreciate the, uh, the feedback, uh, the participation uh, in the cooperative. And so, you know, as, a, as an owner, as a member, uh, you're, you're part of uh, what, what, what we call uh, Jackson EMC, and so welcome. Mm. You know, one thing we talked about is the reliability, and there's such there's a long-term investment that goes into reliability, right? Because you got to put in a lot of infrastructure to handle growth yeah. and current need, and the 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 power supply business seems like one where you have both extremes of really long-term focus is important, but also the ability to have rapid response. It always blows my mind when there is a big storm and trees are down on lines everywhere. And those those linemen, they yeah. get after it. I tell you, those are those are the real uh, guys that are getting the job done. Uh, you're right. Um, uh, when the electricity's out, the storms uh, hit our area, whether that's uh, uh, a winter storm in the form of ice or, or the occasional summer uh, hurricane, remnants of a hurricane. Uh, but when those guys uh, get out there, it is mm. impressive to to watch them work as a as a team, and and of course all that's done uh, safely. Uh, but uh, it's a it's a delicate uh, balance uh, as we're trying to get folks back on uh, mm -hmm. as as quickly as possible, but doing that in a way uh, that is um, uh, safe and doesn't doesn't get anybody hurt. But uh, th those are just some of the most well trained professional. Uh, folks uh, that you will run across uh, uh, in any industry, but especially uh, in ours. Uh, we had a an event recently down in uh, Perry, Georgia. Uh, it's uh, the Lyman the rodeo, rodeo, the yeah. rodeo, which uh, uh, took me a little while to learn uh, what that was. But uh, uh, anyway, these guys are, are doing their work. It's a competition, a good, healthy competition down there. Our guys come home with a lot of a lot of hardware, uh, but it's just a, a great training ground uh, for that work that takes place, like you're talking about on during the storms. Uh, this is uh, this gives them a place to, to go and work on their craft. Boy, a great lesson from that. It, it makes me think of when I was in high school, 
and I worked at McDonald's, which was actually, that was one of my favorite jobs I've had. It sounds crazy. All right. I really enjoyed it. And we did not go out to eat very much when I was a kid, so I don't even know if I'd ever eaten at McDonald's prior to working there when I was 16 or 17. But I'd work in the grill, and so you, there's just a little screen that pops up with all the orders, yeah. and then you've got the actual grill behind you, so you got to stay on top of cooking the meat, so you always have meat ready, and then you're making the sandwiches. And it was fun when it was a busy time of day because it was very high pace, and you just got to go, 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 go. And they had a... Um, I forget if it was the Grill Olympics or just for all the positions, but they had an Olympics, uh, McDonald's Olympics. Yep. And that was such a motivator. I got to go compete in the Olympics, and you went down. To, there was one like central uh, McDonald's in Atlanta that you just took. You had like a 30-minute shift, and you went, and you were rated. And, wow, it was awesome to get to go compete and, yeah, get some hardware yeah. It made you feel good. Yeah. I mean, you're getting better at your job. Yep. Uh, s- serving the customer, in our case, the member. Uh, at the same time, fun, fun competition. And uh, the guys practice and get ready. And, and then, of course, it's the, the, the big day of the event. And lots of support and families and uh, a lot of folks from the co-op are down there watching. But, uh, again, just a great place to kind of sharpen your skills, uh, get better at, uh, at what you do hmm. so that, uh, in those critical moments uh, when it's got to be done right and you're fast, ready. you're ready. So, you're ready. Yeah. All right, during this break, y'all, think about how can you incorporate competition in a friendly way to help your employees. That was a dad joke. I'm a dad. Sorry, Dave. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with David Lee, District Manager for Jackson EMC here in Gainesville. And we're talking about ways to, to take care of your employees and motivate them. If you if you missed our first segment, please do go back and, and listen. Um, but we're talking about the Lineman Rodeo yeah. and how it's just such a motivator. These guys are out there. They're working hard every day. But then, especially in emergency times, they're either here in our community getting power back going safely and as quickly as possible. And then they volunteer to get shipped off to go help other folks. Yeah. So they're top-notch folks. And having things like the rodeo where they go down and compete, sharpen their skills, and get them pumped up. Yeah, that's right. What are some other things that you all do? Not everyone is a lineman going down to the rodeo. How do you how do you keep the uh, employees motivated? Yeah, so great question. You know, um, of course, we have folks that are uh, doing uh, like residential marketing, commercial mm-hmm. marketing, uh, and uh, uh, just lots of uh, ways that that we keep uh, employees sharp. Uh, whether that's uh, you know sales training mm. or safety training, all the all the components of uh, serving electricity around our our region, our, around our community. Um, but I, I tell you, Phil, I think we've got some of the best uh, employees 
around, uh, you know, mentioned my uh, tenure of 24 years. Uh, it really uh, just originates uh, from that uh, sort of family feel that mm. you that you get around the, the cooperative folks take care of one another. We routinely have, um, I'm just thinking this morning, I signed a, a card, uh, one of our uh, employees lost a, a loved one, and it's, mm. it's just a, uh, but it's, it's very normal for us to uh, to be uh, sending a card around, uh, mm -hmm. condolences, mm -hmm. just uh, that sort of kind of family uh, feel uh, around the cooperative. But my goodness, the uh, the training uh, that goes into uh, to being a good employee around Jackson EMC, safety training, mm -hmm. things that we're looking for uh, around the community. Uh, that that might be some uh, something that needs repairing uh, on the lines. Uh, maybe we see some some brush or some trees or something that's that's unsafe, mm -hmm. uh, and we might make a uh, an inquiry or you know send an email to someone to uh, that that might need looking after. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my goodness, uh, uh, just anything around uh, AEDs or you know if if, if we're at a uh, a meeting uh, in the community, uh, we would probably be pretty good folks to have there just because we're uh, uh, used to seeing uh, some uh, something where we need to contact emergency personnel or and what's an AED yeah so uh, Phil don't ask me that my <laughs> goodness <laughs> but the defibrillators you oh, know, okay, yeah, yeah so I'm just thinking of uh, you know uh, ways that we're uh, trained to respond in the case of uh, some sort of a uh, an emergency, but uh, customer service training. Think of all the ways that uh, customer service has has changed uh, over the last mm. twenty years, and especially over the last uh, couple of years in in the wake of the of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, seems like a lot of our customer service now is is online, mm -hmm. uh, over the phones. Uh, you know. This this generation seems to be a little bit more in tuned with things happening on the, uh, the internet and social media. Um, so anyway, yeah. But the co the co op is evolving and and learning how to respond to to members in uh, new innovative ways. And so all that requires um, good uh, up to date uh, training on on all the um, new ways that customer service is getting done these days. If you're just joining us here on North Georgia Business Radio X, thank you. I'm here with David Lee, District Manager for Jackson EMC in Gainesville, and I'm your host, Phil Benelli, and uh, I'm also a Jackson EMC member. Yeah, good. Happy and proud member. Yeah, one thing that's I'm seeing both from, we talked about the linemen and with the customer service, is one thing that helps keep morale up is being trained. Yeah. People want clarity. They want to feel that they're making progress and doing a good job. Training is a way. Now, there can be too much training, Yeah. right? But um, if you're a business owner out there and you might be taking some things for granted, maybe you've got some uh, uh, employees who've been there a long time, really know what they're doing. You get some new folks, they get trained uh, a little bit at the beginning. But, but what sort of ongoing training are you providing? And think about how that would impact both your operation, but also that employee's morale. People want to be growing. Yeah. And if they don't want to be growing, maybe they need to be going. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, it, in, in terms of, um, you know, kind of the nuts and bolts, yes, there's the there's sales training, there's customer service training, all of the, the technology. 
uh, I, you know, the biggest thing, Phil, is just uh, mentorship. Uh, as you're uh, talking there, I'm thinking of, of the folks who have uh, taken the time uh, to sit down with me and have conversation and, and listen to, to what's going on and uh, not just in my professional life but in my uh, personal life as well again kind of going back to that uh, family feel but uh, just the the value in uh, a good mentor I, I tell you if uh, I've, I've long su subscribed to the theory you, we ought to be mentoring someone we ought to be getting mentored uh, mm -hmm. as well uh, but uh, just the value of, of pouring into to someone uh, about uh, the the cooperative of of course our community uh, things happening around our state our nation um, really really just invaluable knowledge that that passes uh, sometimes from one generation to the next but certainly uh, from a more tenured employee to to a, a newer uh, employee gosh you know culture and and all of the the important aspects of, of our culture, uh, those are, are, are not found on social media. Those are mm -hmm. passed from, from one uh, leader mm. uh, to another. And, um, but we've got to take the time. We've got to be intentional about sitting down, setting up those, uh, those times to, uh, to just have good, healthy conversation about uh, what it is uh, that's important uh, to this organization, to this department, to this uh, individual. Mm, teaching it and showing it. Yeah. Boy, you mentioned mentors. I, I, I think about how much I've been impacted by mentors I've had, and the majority of which nobody assigned them as a mentor to me. It wasn't some formal, official thing that sometimes could feel not as organic, but just, you know, when I started out in banking, there was a banker in my office, Jonathan. And he was kind of the big deal guy. And and that's who I aspired to be. Yeah. And I'll never forget just the feelings of appreciation still to this day when I think about when I go ask him a question. He was very busy working hard on these, you know, pretty substantial transactions. And he would always put down what he was doing to answer questions I had yeah. and, and then some. And how helpful that was. And the folks who have mentored me, they mean so much now. Uh, it's just invaluable. Yeah. And you mentioned about changing things with online through the pandemic and whatnot. In my opinion, that, that sort of mentoring cannot be done via Zoom. Right. Yeah, nothing wrong with, uh, you know, the, the FaceTime and the Teams and the Zoom. There's certain things that you just can't do uh, online. It's got to be face-to-face, in-person. Um, and we're getting back. You know, I think uh, it, it, we're at least to the hybrid stage now go. where we're you know meeting in person and online but uh you're right i think certain things just cannot be uh transferred uh, across a, a zoom portal right and well and especially if you think about the good old adage uh you know more is caught than taught yeah which i guess that's that's why people weren't meeting face to face they didn't want to catch anything but but being caught just soaking in cultural yeah. things you see yeah yeah and i you know as you were chatting there i was thinking you know, just those uh, important uh, meetings that take place, uh, impromptu meetings that take place in the hallway as as, oh. uh, as you're walking uh, up and down the uh, the hallways of the uh, of the building. But you know, you just run into someone and and uh, have that uh, sort of informal informal. It just uh, yeah springs up. Yeah. Right. 
When we come back, we're going to talk more about what differentiates an EMC from other power structures. your business interact with the community. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with David Lee, District Manager for Jackson EMC here in Gainesville. And uh, we were talking about in an earlier segment how much Jackson EMC does for the community and obviously just providing power, just having the lights on so we can have a hospital and a school and refrigerated food and goodness sakes, air conditioning is so key. But there's so much that you all do as a, a member-owned organization that goes above and beyond that. What yeah. are some of those things? Yeah, and so, um, man, great point. Yeah, community is a, is a big part of uh, what we're about. Uh, um, just helping this to be a, a better place to, to live, to work, to raise our families, and, uh, and then just, uh, I don't know, going out, recognizing some, some places, some, some organizations that, that might need uh, help, you know, so much is is made uh, possible uh, by the membership as they mm-hmm. as they round up their uh, bills to the nearest dollar, making uh, monies available to the uh, to the foundation, uh, and then that foundation board uh, helps uh, identify some places out in this community. Not not just Hall County, by the way, Gwinnett and Banks and Barrow, the other uh, communities that we serve, but. Uh, they just do a fantastic job going out, uh, locating some some organizations that might need some help that are mm-hmm. doing good work in our uh, community, and then uh, helping uh, with you know with uh, resources like money and and time. Uh, but all that culminates uh, just uh, in an effort field to to make this a, a, a better place, North Georgia, a better place to live. I love it. Yeah. Is the roundup is that like a box that people can check if they want to participate? Yeah, and and I tell you, we we just have um, an overwhelming uh, percentage of our members who who do that. Um, now, part of that is, is is just being good stewards of the of the resources of the money. Um, but boy, I tell you, it really speaks to the generosity of the folks uh, who live here and in, uh, in this part of the world. Uh, recognizing that that's a, a really good, mm. uh, healthy way to, to uh, grow our community, help our community. Uh, and so, yeah, the work that goes on uh, around the, the foundation is, is uh, really makes you feel good. You see that. That's, uh, sometimes that's bricks and mortar. Uh, sometimes that's some programs. Mm. Um, but, but in nearly all cases, uh, we're, we're just helping some folks uh, kind of get back on their feet. I love it. As a member who does Roundup, I would encourage any other members listening, go and sign on to Roundup. Yeah. It's a great thing. And you mentioned this. I forgot I did it. It's been so many years. It's such an insignificant amount of money. It might be, uh, don't hold me to this, but it'd be something like five or six dollars a year on average, uh, depending on, you know, how the numbers hit. But it's, it's a really minimal amount of money. But you know, collect it all together, you know, from the entire membership. It really uh, adds up. And, um, mm. yeah, we're really proud of, of that work. A uh, little sidebar that this brings to mind. If you want, you know, I'm so glad that I get to participate in just a small way. Yeah, probably five or six bucks per account on mm. average, right? I mean, because it's going to average 50 cents a month yeah. if it rounds up. 
Uh, and there's great work being done. I see it when I get the my member newsletter, right? Um, I'm so excited that's happening. And if there's something that you want to make sure happens, how can you make it easier in your life or your business to, to do something like that? You know, my, my savings, it's automatically goes out every month. Yeah. Most of my tithing automatically goes. I don't have to make a decision. It's automated. What can you automate? And I'm glad that you automate that for me. But what in your business can you automate um, out there listening in the audience? And as as so, the membership is within the service area, and Jackson EMC happens to be in one of the large, you know, fastest growing yeah. service areas. So that brings a lot of opportunity but strain too how has that experience been as this the growth has been so rapid yeah well i tell you great point um yeah so as you follow that uh 985 uh, i-85 corridor up through north georgia we are blessed to be a, a part of a, a a really great part of the the world to to live in think of all that manufacturing industrial mm-hmm. residential growth that's uh, that's happened over the last uh, 75 years or so, but, but you're right. It, it's, it's a lot to keep up with. It's a lot of infrastructure, a lot of planning that goes on around, right. uh, you know, making sure that that, uh, electricity is, is available. And, and these are, are world-class, uh, organizations, you know, speaking of the industrial and, and the manufacturing, uh, segment of, of the membership. And so they've, they've come to, uh, really expect, um, you know, good, reliable, clean energy. Um, and so we, we've got to be there. We've got to be ready. We've got to be at the forefront of, of all the technologies, uh, mm-hmm. all of the efficiencies around um, electricity. And I'll tell you, Phil, this, you know, it's a lot of things happening uh, in our world, in our nation that put a lot of uh, stress on us. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but um, Anyway, we do our very best to stay out front and, and uh, make sure that we're ready for uh, anything and everything. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, so with that, I mean, the infrastructure for supplying power, forget about how the power is generated. There's some long-term significant assets on the ground, power lines, all these different things. And you've got to be planning well in advance. So I imagine you all are always trying to look out into what's coming in the future from your vantage point what do you see as the future of this region for the next decade or so oh man i tell you yeah um boy it it, growth of course it's it's uh it's hard to uh not see that uh this morning as i was sort of uh thinking about our our time uh together here i was thinking about the the new port Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming to uh, to Hall County, the Inland Port, right. the Inland Port, and what a game changer uh, that's going to be uh, over the next uh, couple of decades. But uh, you know, um, getting some of that traffic, some of that truck traffic mm-hmm. off the the roads, uh, relieving some of that pressure down in Brunswick and Savannah. But of course, that's going to bring some some new challenges uh, for for us uh, here in this region. At the same time. My goodness, think of the benefits of uh, of being um, uh, right here at the helm of uh, uh, some of the growth that's going to happen uh, in this region. And so, uh, once again, uh, the co-op's going to 
uh, going to be ready and uh, in, in the planning stages of making sure that we've got the infrastructure there uh, to support all the the new growth, mm-hmm. uh, not just for our existing industries, our our Kubotas, our Kings Hawaiians, all of our uh, freezer facilities, but but all of the ancillary uh, industries and businesses that will pop up around mm-hmm. those uh, to help uh, t- uh, support them. And then all the nice air-conditioned and l- well-lit homes of the people who will be working there. Absolutely, yes. You know, for every industry, of course, you know, the big question is, well, Who's going to work there? Uh, where are they going to live? And uh, and so those are uh, those become part of the conversation too uh, for Jackson. You know, thinking of people's homes, this is this is off script, but let me just point out one thing I did through Jackson that to our listeners I think this is a good thing to do. I got an ener- energy audit. Mm, yeah. And what a great thing because I I was and again totally off, but I'm thinking of the homes. Um, you know, I started looking at solar and things like that because that interests me and and through research i found well there's really no point in even thinking about that sort of thing until you make sure that the energy usage at your home is the most efficient yeah and there's great resources you all had to help with that absolutely there's so many things that you can do around the house and and uh, you mentioned solar and that's that's a great idea we're helping uh, participate in that as well but just uh so many things that you can do around your your home that are I mean, relatively easy, inexpensive. Yep. It's insulation. It's making sure windows and doors and all are are sealed. Uh, sometimes it might just be uh, upgrading a, an outdated HVAC system. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, there's some common sense things that you can do. That said, of course, a call, a, a, an email to the to the co-op, and and somebody can come out. You can make an appointment. They'll uh, they've got some really trained professional eyes. Uh, come help you take a look. Get you squared away. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Let's talk about electrifying leadership. Here back on North Georgia <laughs> Business Radio. I'm sorry, David. The, Second dad. The, yeah. the electric uh, puns, they just don't quit. Oh, I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with David Lee. District Manager for Jackson EMC here in Gainesville. And uh, if you are just joining us, welcome. Uh, please go back and listen to the earlier parts of our conversation. Lots of good nuggets there. But David, you've been at the EMC for a long time. You've been at the helm. You've been leading the show here in, in Gainesville for quite a while. Um, what are a few key leadership takeaways that you could share with the old Business Radio X audience? Golly, boy, that's the good stuff, isn't it? That's, mm-hmm. that's the fun stuff. Hey, first off, thank you for having me on today. It's been a bunch of fun. Um, yeah, so leadership, that's, uh, boy, you, there's uh, no shortage of uh, books or conversations mm. online that you, uh, about leadership. Um, but it really, it, I don't know, it t- I tell you, it seems like um, uh there's a few things that sort of bubble to the top. I, I just think of um, uh, either being in a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. I, I, I'm not sure where I read that or picked that up over the mm. years, but I've always just tried to stay in a in a growth uh, mindset. Meaning, you know, I'm um, I'm learning, um, maybe changing, evolving. Um, uh, even though there's some some things that I hold. Uh, to be absolutely 
true in, in, in certain situations. I, I, I'm always trying to grow. I'm always trying to uh, think of new things, open to new ideas. And so uh, in just that conversation around leadership, you know, we talked a little bit about mentorship a little mm. bit ago, mm-hmm. um, just being open-minded and, and willing to, to listen and, and grow, maybe, maybe uh, build on some existing ideas or, or ideologies that you have. But I don't know, it's just, uh, well, we live in a a fairly polarizing uh, culture these days where it's either (laughs) this or that, you're right, I'm wrong. But um, I tell you, more often times than not, it seems like it's more both and. And, Right. uh, But to to get there, uh, you're just going to have to be uh, sort of in that growth mindset, realizing there may be some things you don't realize just yet. Oh, yeah, that's so good. You, you've you got to have a growth mindset. You've got to be looking to grow. And then you have to put yourself in uh, places where you have an opportunity to grow. Um, I I did a, a program, Leadership Gwinnett, because I live here in Hall County, but I yeah. work in Gwinnett a good bit as well, covering north, northeast Georgia. And this program was so great because there was a, a, a quite a diversity of views in the program. And, you know, all sorts of political leanings and and uh, and you, you just develop these relationships yeah. so that folks th- and you talked about <clears throat> some serious issues where contentious things came up. But because you had the relationships and you were with a group of folks who really was all growth minded, it just really opened you up to listening yeah. without your shackles getting you know raised up. And um, it was a beautiful thing. And you mentioned the polarization and and something else you mentioned is that there is it, you know, it's like the world wants us to be polarized mm. the way it's going. But even with folks you disagree with, you probably agree on ninety percent. Yeah, ninety percent. And then it just in the middle most of the time. I mean, that uh, we have our our beliefs, of course, uh, but uh, just meeting folks there uh, somewhere in the middle. Leadership, Gwinnett. Yeah, my goodness, I went through that uh, uh, several years ago. I guess great minds. Um, but if, but there's a leadership hall and, and uh, other programs like it here. But you're right, just the diversity of ideas and people, the relationships, um, which um, I guess kind of leads to, to the other uh, thing that uh, immediately comes to mind, at least forefront of mind in terms of uh, leadership and just, just the importance of those relationships that, mm. we, that we've formed and are going to form uh, over the over the coming years and uh, just uh, that wealth of, of knowledge, of course. Um, but, uh, man, just that, that uh, longing that we have uh, as humans, you know, to be in relationship with one another, learn uh, about others, but then also um, uh, to let others uh, get to know us. And, uh, and so that's just so important. It's so important. And uh, it's, it's, the, the best things that will ever happen to you are from relationships mm-hmm. and also the worst things. Yeah. And there's a, a, a verse in Proverbs which I oft quote and think of, and it's something to the tune of, you know, when the, the stall is clean, when it's empty, but there's much profit in the strength of the ox. And if you got you want to get work done, you got to have a big ox. Yeah. But, you know, he's going to make a mess in the barn. Yeah. And you got to be willing to accept that. And same with relationships. You you, you got to open yourself up and it's going to be messy. People are going to hurt you. They're going to annoy you. They're going to think stupid thoughts or think that your thoughts are stupid. But boy, yeah. that's where the good stuff is, is, is relationship. Yeah, that's the good stuff. But you're right. It's 
it's messy, um, chaotic mm. even at times. I I try to put everything into a into a box, uh, reason. You know, everything's got to have a logical uh, point A to point B. But relationships uh, very rarely uh, work like that. They but, don't. Uh, um, but it's it's really the the good stuff. It's it's uh, the, really the stuff that matters. But you know, you're right. Um, there's a, a place there where you're really making yourself vulnerable yep. uh, in order to be in real uh, trusting relationships uh, and uh, that you're going to have to be uh, open and vulnerable. Got to do it. Uh, but when I think about, uh, you know, uh, professional lives, uh, you know, folks that, that I know around the community who are leaders, uh, they've, they've been vulnerable because mm-hmm. uh, that's, uh, that's really where uh, the good stuff comes from. We want to uh, close up to protect ourselves, mm-hmm. and we all have different experiences and backgrounds, and some of our backgrounds really have things in them that make us scared and want to yeah. protect ourselves. But we only gain strength by being vulnerable and opening up. Um, good yeah. lesson there. Yeah. You know, trust, um, communication, of course, just uh, sort of offshoots of those, mm-hmm. the value of relationships. Um, but... Um, yeah, just, you know, in terms of, of uh, leadership, uh, not just in this region, but, but uh, you know, as a sort of a broad topic, uh, I'm just thinking of uh, just staying in a, in a growth mindset, mm-hmm. uh, but then also just constantly sort of fostering and growing and looking for new relationships. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, I um, uh, sort of feel this uh, temptation from time to time, you know, hey, I got enough friends or I know <laughs> enough people or, you know, but, but um, you know, just being open to, you know, meeting, meeting new people and, um, you know, that uh, sort of that scene, you know, where you go to a dinner party or you're looking for somebody you know or you're looking for somebody that mm. you, that you don't know and, uh, you know, just full transparency here, I, I tend to look for, for people I know uh, but but oftentimes the really good fun stuff is is uh, venturing off to a table where you just don't know very many people and introduce yourself. Well, and it's so great in that then when you expand that circle, if you're looking at growing and you're focused on relationships, then when you meet those new people, so many times they're gonna fill or meet a need that someone else in your friend group knows. Yeah, one of my favorite things um, about my banking career is that I get to meet so many people and there's been uh, a good handful of times when I've got to place somebody or help place somebody in a job. You know, somebody I knew needed, say a controller, and I knew somebody good in place. And those those are some of my happiest moments of my career yeah. because it just helped both parties so much and that connecting. Yeah. That's I, fun. Boy, you know how interconnected we are. Um in the community, as uh, that's that's our churches, our schools, our business community, our chamber, all of the the ways um, uh, that everything sort of sort of fits together. But uh, in those uh, opening moments of a of a conversation, where you realize, oh my goodness, you know, this is all all connected. It's um, like a power grid, David. <laughs> it really, it's hey, like a Jackson EMC oh power Lord, here grid. Here we go. We're all the way back to <laughs> power grid. All right, real quick, in our last minute, we like to wrap up with a actual wrap-up. I need three subjects from you, David, for a freestyle. <laughs> a freestyle you, rap? You don't have to do it. I'll do You're it. You're going to do the rap. Okay, yeah. all right, let's go. Uh, boy, this is impromptu. Uh, bulldogs. Bulldogs. 
Um, WDUN. WDUN. And uh, right, let's go to Jackson EMC. Okay. Who, who? Can we hear it for the dogs? Jackson EMC, well, they cut away logs. If they fall on the power line, they get it back up right. If you need your AC in the day or the night, WDUN, where the dogs play every Saturday in the fall. Can you hear what I want to say? Go dogs, David Lee. Thank you for joining us here. Wow. You have been the best interview of the year. There's been a lot of good ones, and we love them all. That's it. Hey, the order was tall, but filled it. And we'll see you on next when we come back. No Georgia Business Radio X. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.